In this episode of Dawn of a New Era, the podcast, we have a very special guest with us today. We have Joe Paranto. And Joe is uh, a sales expert. And I, I think his story is really intriguing because we've just been having a little chat and he's not really followed the conventional route. So anyone who knows me knows that although I own an academy, etc., my education certainly was not the most traditional. And we're going to be talking about Joe's journey as an entrepreneur and um, also his experience, because I think one of the, the most important things to, to remember is that when we see people talking about sales, we automatically kind of go into the, oh, you know, maybe I I'm not in sales. Maybe I'm just more marketing. But actually, I think everyone is involved in, in sales with the emergence of social media and social selling. It's a biggie. Now, Joe's journey, he has done billion in five years. I mean, that's that's a pretty epic a, a accomplishment. And he's about to release his new book, Billion Dollar Sales Secrets. So, Joe, tell us something about you and tell us something that maybe traditionally people don't know about you. We know all your, your sales expertise, but tell us something about you. So good morning. I'm so excited to be here. Don, you look great. Such a great Friday morning. So happy Friday, TGIF. Mm -hmm. Something that people don't know about me, I'll just introduce myself and say, uh, oh, mm -hmm. I'm the first generation in my family to grow up off an Indian reservation. So I'm Chippewa Cree. Um, I'm a member of the Little Shell Tribe of Montana. And my father, his sisters, brothers, they all grew up there. And he left. It was actually interesting. My aunts were interned at a boarding school. They mm. were forced from their family to go to boarding school to inculcate them into you know, the American culture. So this wasn't something that happened years ago, you know, Indians on the prairie. This happened in in a lifetime, in a generation. So I'm I'm evidence of somebody who lives in two worlds, and that's that's what I think people typically look at me and they see a polished salesperson. They don't see that side of me. Um, yeah, exactly. You know, working for one of the biggest tech companies, great uh, you know sales director title. I was just saying to you before, we think you've done the traditional route. You know, you've gone through university. You were just telling me that you were just about to complete your MBA. I mean, amazing. So what, what's the MBA in? Entrepreneurship and family business. And yeah, I've, I've, I haven't done anything the traditional way. People in my class call me Father Time. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, why are you here? <laughs> I'm like, I'm all about growth mindset. I want to grow and learn and um, yeah. always continue uh, sharpening the saw. Well, you know that everything I talk about is all to do with marketing, motivation, and mindset. I mean, I think a lot of people, although I'm in marketing, I would say, say that, you know, every day I'm involved in sales. And I think when people see the fact that you've written a book, Billion Dollar Sales Secrets, like, let's be honest, there'll be a lot of people out there who are just thinking, another sales guru. What is your attitude to wealth? I mean, do you believe that everyone can have wealth? I do. So wealth is a mindset. Even my concept of money Money is a concept. Let's think about it. It's, you know, the federal bank, you know, the, you know they, they print money, you know, Bitcoin, uh, Bitcoin miners print money. So money is, is something that's a tool that business people need to learn how to leverage and use. Mm -hmm. What happens though if people, I, I think a lot of people will challenge this where they're maybe new to entrepreneurship. So mm -hmm. you know, you're writing about billion dollar. This may feel for someone who is in an SME, and I know you work with SMEs, that it's, it, it's too far away. Yes, it's the the title and the the experience is a little bit heavy. You know, when I think about it, 
what is a billion dollars? If you stack mm-hmm. dollar bills, it's 68 miles long. If I earned $100,000, which is great money, it would take me many years, like 10,000 years to earn a billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think we've got that long left. But so, I mean- so, so, so I think, you know, breaking it down, you know, mm-hmm. what, is the, what is the path? And, and, and back to your question on wealth, wealth is a mindset. I, I came up, I grew up in poverty. Mm-hmm. I grew up with not having anything. And I learned that there's two types of mindsets. You can have a poverty mindset or you can have mm-hmm. a wealthy mindset. And in the poverty mindset, nothing is ever enough. You never have enough money. You never have enough resources. Life is a struggle. It's hard. And I get that it's hard. And if there are people out there listening right now and they're, you know, they're like, hey, that's my life. You know, I can't make rent. I can't, you know, I'm wondering how I'm going to pay for this next week. That's that's a mindset and you probably don't realize it. But when you talk to wealthy people and when I was fortunate enough to meet wealthy entrepreneurs, I found out that they were their attitude toward money was completely different. Mm-hmm. They came from a mindset of abundance. There was yeah. always going to be enough. There was always going to be an abundance of money, of resources, of everything. Mm-hmm. It, that that surprised me. And so the more I started reading, learning, hanging out, men, getting mentored by by people, mm-hmm. the better I was able to adopt that, you know, that mindset. And, you know, the path to billion dollars in in selling. I work for Microsoft. So my uh, my views here are, are my own, not of Microsoft's, but I had the opportunity in my career once I got established in that company to start pursuing more and more challenging roles. Yeah. My career that I charted was to find bigger and bigger sales quotas. Mm-hmm. I, I'm like, why not? You know, I want to learn how to sell, sell with scale. Yeah. When I did that, I was confronted with things like a like a billion dollar number. Mm-hmm. Breaking it down, I had quotas as high as like close to four hundred million annually. That's two and a half million dollars a day. Yeah, I think for most people would be like, "Oh my goodness!" Yeah, I'm so glad I don't have Joe's job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so I I would have to figure out how to mobilize all of my resources. Yeah, to get that job done. But if you're a small company, that's exactly what what you have to do. You have to mobilize your. Re- the only thing that we have that's a decaying resource is time. Mm-hmm. An Indian proverb uh, is when, when the sun sets, it takes a little part of your life with you. Oh, gosh. So when you think about it in those terms, that we never get that back. You know, that mm-hmm. day, today, this day, what are you going to action today mm-hmm. to make the most out of today? And that's really where the journey starts. If you want to be wealthy and go after your dreams, you have to think about it in terms of, what can I do to take massive action today mm-hmm. to get me to where I need to be? It's such a positive sort of thought feeling. I think a lot of people will be struggling at the moment in terms of feeling really demotivated. And I think sometimes just making a change and, and working towards something just gives us a, a slight different invigoration. I, I particularly liked in your book, there was a section that you talked about having a chip on your shoulder and the fact that Walt Disney was, was labeled as like not creative. And, and that sometimes having that chip or a hardship can actually push you forward. I mean, a lot of your book talk, talks about the science behind it, the, the psychology behind people. So your book is not just a traditional sales book. What I liked was, you know, I wouldn't class myself necessarily as a salesperson, although I'm probably selling 
all day long without probably being conscious of it. I like the fact that it, it breaks down your personality first. You actually have to understand you. So if you think about your book and one thing that would help somebody who is an entrepreneur, what, what would that one thing be? I think when, when you talked about it being different, I set out to write a different book. I have read mm-hmm. so many sales books. They're like a metronome. They, they sound alike. They, they paint the same picture. When I deconstructed, and this is one of the challenges entrepreneurs have, is the biggest challenge we have is, is we're unconsciously incompetent. Mm-hmm. We don't know what we don't know. I was like this in selling. There were things that I became conscious, you know, unconscious about that I broke down and I, I said, okay, what are the things that I do to, to get me to this goal? And what can I do to give back to other people some tidbits of, of information? That's what's in the book is I really broke down and demystified the things that had made me in a career successful, brought it to other people uh, so that they could use it and, and benefit from it. And at the so, essence, it's about you. It starts with you. You can't help other people until you figure out, I never wanted to be in sales, to be honest with you. I was like, oh, salespeople, they're kind of you know <laughs> hucksters. I don't want to. So I started as an accidental seller. My first mentor uh, she told me, sellers help people get what they want or need. And if you're a business person, that's what you're trying to figure out in the market. Hey, what do people yeah. want or need? And if you're a business person in COVID, you're still trying to figure that out. Your world has been shifted upside down and you have to figure out, hey, this is what I was doing yesterday. What do people need today? And what can I do to tell people get what they want or need? And everyone sells. So my hope is that people who even if you consider yourself a career salesperson or you're an accidental seller or you're a business person, a family business owner, and suddenly you found yourself in a selling you know, situation, you'll read this. You'll focus on the most important thing, which is you. And you'll realize that if I come from a state of authenticity, you'll, you'll be much more effective. Now, share your story that we spoke about, because um, when we were having a chat prior to coming online, I said, well, you know, I, I, I'm a friendly new pub, um, author myself. I published my book in December 2019 with Wiley. So you've not had it plain sailing. So share the story of how the book came about and what happened. Yeah, COVID really <laughs> happened. Uh, I was planning to, you know, I was in talks with many different publishers. Wiley was one of them. The COVID pandemic erupted. And it was this time last year. So the release date of my book on March 5th is the date that I had actually planned to release it in the first place. Once I saw what was happening in China and it spread across the globe, I realized we needed something different. This was, this has been a time unlike no other time in all of human history. Mm. And we're, I can't just release a, a sales book into the market that doesn't talk about how do you deal with all the, the craziness and things that have happened and, and the, the massive upheaval in business and people's lives and do that in a way that helps people deal with what we're going through right now. So the other ulterior motive that I had when I started rewriting the book because I did, I rewrote it after March 5th and I added things specifically for COVID and the COVID economy to help people in the recovery. Mm. 
I think it's, it's fascinating. I mean, when you talk about your career, you've not come from through the conventional route. Obviously, you've worked in sales heavily. There's been challenges probably all the way through your career. But let's let's get to the nitty gritty. Tell me what has been the most embarrassing moment in your career. <laughs> oh, there are so many. But uh, let me there's one. It's, it's kind of a funny story. In sales, you get to go out with customers quite a bit. Yeah. One of the things that I got to do was I took customers to a hockey game. And if anyone knows my last name and you see it spelled just a little differently, you'll see some relationship to some, some famous hockey players out there. But the uh, event that we went to was a hockey game. Hockey you know, brings out the, the beer. People are drinking heavily. I'm in the bathroom and I'm standing there in my nice hand slacks, nice shirt, kind of a jacket that I'm wearing today. And there's a guy who's up against the, the wall and he looks at me like this. And I started feeling that warm feeling on my leg. <laughs> and I realized he was actually peeing on me. Oh my uh, goodness. It you, was, you got peed on. I got peed I on and I'm wearing tan slack. So of course you can see everything. <laughs> so I, um, I was completely embarrassed. I started scrubbing my leg with soap and water. It wasn't looking any better. So I bought, uh, some beers to bring back to my clients and I found a pitcher of beer and I just bought it and I took it and I threw it on my pants and I was like, Oh, I can't believe somebody spilled beer on me. <laughs> nice, recovery. nice recovery. So when life gives you a curveball like that yeah. it can be the most embarrassing i literally the, the only thing i was thinking is i just want to go home now and and change <laughs> i don't want to be here this is ridiculous thankfully the beer worked in uh is a nice <laughs> i think it's a, it's a great story what you told me before i was like we're, we're including that <laughs> so obviously you're what 30 years into your career right there'll be people listening here that you, you truly believe that you know mindset's going to give you this motivation through but what do you wish you'd known 10 years ago what would it have changed for you or helped you on the way i think 10 years ago knowing that taking advantage of 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 the time that you're in right now <clears throat> we tend to have this, this linear thought process that, hey, when I get to this point, I'll do this. When I get to this point, I'll do that. Don't put those restrictions on yourself. We move toward what we think about and believe about ourselves. Mm -hmm. When you put limitations on yourself or you let other people put limitations on you, you know that's your own doing. And for me, I, I wrote about this in the book, I'm a pilot. I was in the Air Force. I went in the Air Force to become a pilot, went through testing for undergraduate pilot training, and they told me, you will never be a pilot. In fact, you flunked this test so badly, this is not for you. You need to think of something different to do. Wow. I believed it. I thought, wow, they must be correct. You know, they, I'm, I'm, I'm probably not good pilot material. And then it was later in life, you know, once you have a little bit of maturity and you're like, yeah, it's a bunch of bull. I'm going to go out and get my pilot's license. And I did. And I... Uh, I almost had a perfect score. I just had two points off my score, but uh, pretty good pilot. <laughs> mm -hmm. so, so don't be don't believe people. You know, don't uh, yeah. Don't let don't do let you, someone else label you. Do you think a lot of people? You know, I I I listen to a lot of entrepreneurs, and um, I think some of them 
take on other people's attitudes or thought processes, which, to be honest, some of it's just projecting and, and triggering you know, some of the, their own feelings. What would you say, you know, in terms of the people you've met, who has been or what has been the biggest influence on you that you would say that, that this has forged me ahead, this has built my character? Well, I'm a voracious reader as well. So the people who don't have the, the quality connections in your life, the great thing about today, you're a podcast away, you're a video away from, from some of the best minds out there. Read, watch podcasts, listen, tune into people. Those people can motivate me. In my career, some of those people have had a tremendous impact on me and they have never known it. But mm-hmm. it's the people who, you know, you meet some people along the way who will spend time with you, who will, um, and, and not all of them will spend time with you freely. Some you have to pay for. Yeah. Yeah, and mentors. And you'll find that every professional person, there's a there's a great story about I took my daughter to a golf range here in Texas. She's a golfer and we went out there to hit some balls and we look and turn and there's Tiger Woods. Two down from us with his coach, Hank Haney, mm-hmm. who he spent a tremendous amount of time with when he was trying to fix problems in his swing. So even people like Tiger Woods hire professional coaches to help them in their life and business, in their, in their profession. People just it, need to learn to, sometimes you need to do that. And I think it's about stepping out of your mind and, and because you become so uh, absorbed. And I think during COVID especially, that we've probably never been so involved in our business without breaks. So like I was used to traveling, uh, you know, so I would have natural breaks and, and creativity time and mind time and mind space that I, I took for granted. You know, I, you know, I might be sitting on a train or a plane or something, but I was thinking and I was a step away. And sometimes I think, you know, having a coach or mentor is, is important. So what are the most important lessons that you've learned in life? You, you, you've had many businesses, you know, have you had a, a failure that, that's, that's happened uh, that's been critical to the way that you you're living your life now? I think a couple of life's best teachers are heartache and failure. And uh, <laughs> I think we've all been through a, a fair amount of that as entrepreneurs. Yeah. The, un- the unfortunate thing. And there was, there was a business that I, I tried starting and this was really, it was a business for organic cosmetics and perfume. I had a great mind about creating this, this vision and a lot of entrepreneurs run, might run into this where you have this vision, you have this idea and it's bigger than what it, you can see it in great clarity. Well, I didn't really approach it you know, methodically or anything like that. I didn't have a process for my approach. I just kind of started putting action Toward it, and I was unconsciously incompetent about many things. I mean, the perfume industry is a scientific industry. I had test tubes set up. I didn't know anything about a nose, but I was trying to to figure out, okay, what are the base notes? What are the midtones? What are the top notes? And I spent all this time. I I got pretty good at recreating a couple cents, but in the end, I I underestimated the regulatory aspect of it, and and creating products that are free of contaminants and bacteria. I yeah. slapped it on my skin. I ended up getting a huge rash. I had to go to the hospital. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, was, uh, it was not a good thing. But, you know, in retrospect, one of the things that's, that's changed my mindset and thinking is entrepreneurs can be successful if they follow a process, you know, start with mm-hmm. a hypothesis and, 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 and go for validated learning, find out what the market will bear and, and what customers are telling you that they're willing to buy. Uh, so that failure 
and subsequently my my rationalization and learning about what I did wrong. Mm-hmm. Huge teacher. And so I think that embrace your failures. I try and fail so I can learn and, and apply gro- growth to it. And it's really interesting. And when I when I go back and look back at the period that I've I've come from and, and evaluate critically, you reflect and say, okay, this is what I would have done better or differently if I could do it over again. I think that's a healthy thing for people to do. Yeah, definitely. And I and I think failure is a big thing. I think a lot of people will see entrepreneurs and people in key roles and they'll think, well, I'll never get there. But it didn't happen overnight. I mean, you're, you're I'm 20 years into my career in marketing, 30 years into your career in sales. And, and I, I think it's important to remember that there'll have been a journey that's up and down, up and down all the, all the way. Yeah. One, one thing to that, that I'll share, everyone knows Mark Cuban, or I think you do shark shark from shark tank. Yeah. So I live in Dallas and I had an opportunity to sell to him. I had an opportunity to sell to him when he was um, starting a business that everyone thought was a crazy idea. He just wanted to listen into sports broadcasts Mm -hmm. from his college on the internet and he had a he had an office that wasn't ornate. He wasn't billion dollar mark on Shark Tank. He had just regular people working. He still wore his t-shirts. But his business over time changed names and then suddenly one day in his parking lot even the administrative assistant was driving a Ferrari. It happened like that. So luck favors the prepared. You never know you never know where your next best idea will come from. No, absolutely. And I, and I think the thing is, is, you know, we'll, we'll go through a lot in our careers. If there was, you know, something that you could leave our listeners with, something that, that they could action today, making, uh, you talk about mindset a lot in the book and, you know, and this whole essence of being a victor, not a victim. There'll be a lot of people listening to this who are not in the best space and, you know, are pivoting their business and they're trying to forge forward. What's, what's one thing that they could maybe try and do to kind of give them that motivation just to, to, you know, things will get better, hopefully. There's, there's one thing that's wrapped up in four things. And and this is something that I've used as a, as a way to really learn anything and teach myself anything. The first thing I encourage people to do is to dream big dreams. You today might be in a situation where your business has faltered, maybe it's gone bankrupt, and maybe you're looking for a fresh new start. Think about a big dream. You know, start with that big dream. And the next step in your big dream is to come down with goals. And I say goals are, you know, dreams with deadlines. So you start applying some timing to it. And then seek out models. Models are people who have been down this road where you've you're planning to go before and have been successful. Figure out what they've done and build those habits. You'll find habits exist in those models. There's people, you know, and you can break down what they've done from a success standpoint. Ask them, read about it, and then start building your habits because your habits are going to help you get to where you want to go. If you have a business idea that you're trying to get, you know, launched, you know, find other people who have had to shift their business. Find them online. Find them anywhere. And... Uh, connect with them, you know, understand what they've done and 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 really dive into the habits that have made them able to shift. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll find that a lot of times it's just, you know, they they recognize the need and they shifted. So it, so is it fair to say then that the a lot of people try and think small, you know, and you always hear this saying like stay on your own lane and and you know and think big. 
if having a goal that's so big, does it become something that people will procrastinate over and, and, and find it difficult to to even action the beginning? I think that's one of the things people might be thinking, oh my goodness, you know, I have these amazing goals, but how do I, how do I work towards mm. them day to day? Yeah. Start with one. Don't, uh, a lot of people, they, they get too ambitious and even in business have one hypothesis that you're chasing after and then validate it as quickly as you can. Yeah. Don't, don't, you know, focus is, is so important. People, they, they get these lofty ideas and they, they fail to break it down to the next step mm-hmm. of what do I need to do to get there? Every dream begins with a step. It begins with somebody taking that first step. Don't procrastinate that first step because you've got too much swimming in your head. Put it down on paper, get your, get your goals, get a model and then say, okay, what habit am I going to work on to get me to get me to this goal, and and make that goal specific, measurable, actionable, smart goals, time bound. Well, one of the things, my final question of the interview is, we're always really super intrigued about people's lives, right? And we always want to know what a day in the life of is. What is a day in the life of Joe? What is it that you do that you feel you know really aids to your success? I like to to rise early. I've had mixed COVID's kind of, there's some days when I've not risen until 6 a.m., but I, I try to get up at four. In the book, I'll tell you that there's actually some good reasons to rise early, some, mm-hmm. some scientific proof. But uh, get up at four, uh, grab something quick, get my uh, blood circulation going. So I'll do a quick workout, you know, maybe 30 or 40 minutes. That gets my, my blood flowing, serotonin levels get high. Then I'll eat again, uh, take a shower. Then I go into preparing for the day and things that I check in on, check in on the markets around the world, find out what's happened. I'm an investor. So I always like to understand that get a pulse on what's happening, mm-hmm. do my reading for the day. Then I spend some time doing, uh, you know, thoughtfulness, meditation, might go on a walk, uh, nice and quiet, uh, but just get my thoughts and get my, get my head right for the day. Mm. And having that much time gives you uh, a chance to, to really plan for the day. And I, I always write down every day, here's what I'm excited about today. Here's what I'm excited about this week. Here are the things that I want to accomplish today. And this week, I can tell you, Don, this, you've been number one of, of the things that I've been most excited for this week. Number one. This is great. I mean, I, I, I've so enjoyed, I said to you before that you know, we could probably talk for about 82 hours, just about life experiences. And, you know, when I started reading your book, I, I was kind of into the chapter and I, you know, literally, um, you know, hours had gone. I was like, w- you know, what we're we doing. But what I particularly like is when you talk about your day, the amount of time that you put in for you at the beginning of your day. And I think this is a lot of things that we forget because we dive straight into work and we think work is the most important. But really, if if the mindset is not there, the motivation is not there, it's going in with the attitude, isn't it? And I think this is one of the biggest takeaways from the interview that it's it's the attitude that you have is going to really bring a different essence to your day. I would say the attitude produces the altitude. Oh, like it. Great quote <clears throat> to finish my, It's my pilot thing. And yeah, and that's, that's my starting ritual for the day. Then mm-hmm. I go to work. Still, I still have a, a kind of a normal job where I'm a sales leader. And then after work, I go to school. So I go to school for about two and a half hours. In between then, I cook dinner with my family every night. Mm-hmm. So that's a fun time of bonding for us. Yeah, and important th- time. And then they know when I'm at school, um, and then I get out of school so I can spend time with them, uh, quality time as well. 
and then I sleep like a baby. Do it again. repeat and improve um okay so thank you everyone who has signed in today now if you're watching this on replay um you'll find uh joe in our group he has kind of joined us in the facebook group uh which is dorm growers marketing motivation and mindset group um so make sure you connect with joe and we will be posting lots and lots uh, about your book when it comes out. So it's the 5th of March, Billion Dollar Sell Secrets. You can go and have a look at it now. Um, you can bookmark it ready to, to order. And I think you can even download a free chapter, a little taster and enticer. So Joe, feel free to post those links in the group. And thank you, everyone. Joe's tips have been amazing today. So thank you. And thank you. Well, I was going to say thank you for joining so early, but getting up at 4 a.m., it's been a pleasure so final words for the audience so i just want to say thanks to everyone i appreciate you i appreciate the time that you've taken out of your day to tune in here it's um it's an indicator that you are um, doing something about your life and you have more that you want to achieve in your life and uh, i'm in your corner i'm rooting for you let me know what i can do to help i'd love this conversation to continue my name is a long name. It's hard to spell, but on social media, you can find me pretty much anywhere at the J par J P A R the J par. Uh, it's my website. You can find most of my social media handles there, you know, on LinkedIn, it's LinkedIn, the J par Twitter, the J par. Let me know what's going on in your life. If any of the, the secrets that I've shared uh, are working, how they're working, I would love to hear your success story because really that's what it's all about. This is, this is something that I'm, I'm really anxious to, to engage you with and and hear hear your story. So thank you, Don, for uh, for allowing me to, to to chat with your audience today and with you. Thank you, and thank you for inspiring us. It's been super special and just great to start the day for us in the UK here. So see you all later, guys, and thank you so much. Take care. Bye. Take care. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode and don't forget, I'm going to be with you each and every week. So download and listen on dormagrow.com or on iTunes and come and join us in our Facebook community too. All the details are on the website and I'll see you next week.